Hi, I'm Laura Zam, and this is Sexual Healing Central. Today, I'm here with Andrea Javer, who is a certified divorce coach and career coach, and she is going to be offering us some tips about healing our relationship with money. Stay tuned. Okay. Hi, Andrea. Welcome to Sexual Healing Central. Hi, Laura. It's so nice to be here. I'm so thrilled to have you here. What a juicy topic. And I don't get to talk about money and sex and healing enough. So this is such a treat for me. Would you mind introducing yourself to our audience? Absolutely. My name is Andrea Javer. I'm a certified divorce coach and career development coach. I specialize in working with professional women. I help them to intentionally move on in life and create their own happily better after. Awesome. Awesome. And those transitions, I imagine, are really, really, really um, difficult and could use a lot of guidance, right? So, yeah, go go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, I think it's it's amazing that we're here talking about money and divorce, like in the context of sexual healing, because mm-hmm. I do think with a, any transition in life, you know, we have to consider things like money in terms of where we've been, where we are now and where we're going to go in the future. So I think it's a really, it's a really good topic to talk about. And certainly I would say other than the intense emotions that come up for, for the, my clients who I work with in divorce, like the number two thing that they talk about with me is money because it brings up so much, you know, so many questions, a lot of anxiety. And I think that it, it doesn't have to, right? Right. And also a big reason why people get divorced is because of sex. Absolutely. Or lack thereof, right? Right. So yeah. when people are healing financially in the aftermath of divorce, often they're also healing sexually. And the the healing, the empowerment, maybe we don't talk about it in the same breath, but the empowerment is simultaneous. And so I think that maybe we could dig into that a little bit through the tips, how there might be some of that interconnection between these two. I'm going to lead you now right into those tips. What are those tips that you have for us? I have, you know, I have three tips for feeling more financially stable, especially when you don't feel empowered around money or you don't sort of feel in control of it. You feel a bit overwhelmed. There's three simple things you can do. Number one, and this is really basic, but so many people don't do it. Number one, get very clear on your monthly budget. I talk to so many people who feel kind of like this nebulous um, income and expense ratio, and they're just not really sure what they're spending money on. They're not really sure what their income is now or what it will be. It's really important to first get clear. Just have a working monthly budget. And if you're like me and you're not good at this, naturally, I'm not a numbers person. You go to a financial planner and then you think, well, I don't want to spend money on a financial planner because I'm worried about money in the first place. Here's, here's the bottom line. A good financial planner is actually going to pay for itself. You know, they're going, that service will be paid for itself because they're going to help you have a really good plan in terms of, what your assets are, what your expenses are, and really what the cash flow looks like for you on a routine basis. 
So like I said, the number one thing you can do if you're feeling like you don't have financial stability is get very clear on that budget and ask for help if you need it. You know, that's that there's, there's help out there. Um, and it's, it's something that I think a lot of people just don't know. They don't feel empowered to do it. Right. You, you sort of, I have this, you know, some people have a block about it and saying like, well, I don't want to uncover all this because I'm afraid of what I might find. It's better to know, right? Because then you can be clear, then you can plan. And every single time you go to grab a coffee or you want to buy a new outfit or you need to buy something for your kid's school, whatever it is, you're not going to feel so insecure about that expense. You're going to feel very clear on this is what this costs. This is how it fits into my overall holistic budget. Beautiful. So that's, that's tip one. Tip number two is to have a long-term retirement plan. And many people do, right? Many people have a 401k or a Roth IRA or a, a life insurance policy with a cash value component. You know, there's lots of different options in terms of planning for retirement. So tip number two, really, you know, in terms of empowering yourself around finances and healing from feeling like you've been sort of put through the ringer through divorce around finances is getting very clear, you know, in your divorce settlement, for example, you'll have a very clear delineation of all the assets that were part of the marriage. So if there's a cash value component to a life insurance policy, that might be considered an asset that gets divided. You'll have part of that, right? Some percentage of that. Um, if there is a retirement plan, a 401k, again, you'll get, you know, there'll be a percentage of it that's delineated. So you start with what you have, and then you, again, think about the future. You should know your retirement age, what kind of annual income you'll be living off of in retirement, and you know, essentially just have that plan and that peace of mind so that you know exactly what you're working towards and what's important to you. And this is not to say, don't spend money now and, and save it all for later, because that's actually, you'll hear in tip number three, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying about the long-term is there is a peace of mind that I think comes with knowing that you're going to be okay in the long term. And I think that's part of healing. Definitely. And I just want to call attention, even though your specialty is, of course, women post-divorce, that these tips are great wherever people are in their relationship. It's great for couples to get clear on their budget and on their retirement plans. It's great for single people. This is for everyone. It's so true, isn't it? Yeah. And often, oftentimes a big life event like divorce sort of pushes us into these conversations that potentially, I know for myself, when I went through divorce, I, I remember my attorney said now, okay, so now that this is all done, maybe you should think about, you know, talking to an estate planner or, and I'm like, oh, I guess I should. And, you know, you just, sometimes I think these big events sort of trigger the conversation, but you are absolutely right, Laura, that these types of financial conversations and just having the basic awareness of what you're doing now and what you want to do in the future really are, are for everyone at, at any stage in life. But exactly. Yeah. And I'll just also say uh, these parallels with, with sexual healing is the clarity, finding out exactly what, what is what, what's going on in the body, let's say, what's going on in the relationship and making those plans for the future, completely, completely analogous. This is all a recipe for empowerment. It's it awesome. It is, right? It's, I mean, and again, like feeling connected to my body I know a lot of times when I wasn't clear on finances, 
and I would order something online, you know, a, a bigger purchase, or I'd go do something. And you get that. I, for me, it, it comes in the gut. Like I get the mm. gut feeling, and I get kind of the <laughs> the, the stomach ache, right? A little bit of like mm, before I hit send, I don't know that I really should buy this. I don't know how I feel about it. It's like feeling that connection to to how you know everything you're doing. It is so related to the like that mind body connection. When you feel the stomach ache, when you feel the little you know ping in your head, and it's like this little headache for a second. It's like you just have to remember there is a connection between these things and clarity is one of the best ways to help heal the way you think about things and the body as well. That's right. Heal anything. And what's the third tip for us? The third tip is a fun one. So just to review, number one, get clear on your budget. Number two, plan for the long-term. Number three, find ways to indulge right now and treat yourself, right? Like, Money doesn't have to be this negative conversation. It should not be a thing that we feel we don't have enough of. I think when we have a good relationship with money, money flows. It has energy and it flows in and out of our lives. I've read some really interesting points of view on even, you know, sorry, my cat is in the background here. She's she's part of the podcast. Um, but I've read some really interesting points of view that it's not your money it's the universe's money and whatever you're earning, whatever you're coming into, it's just in constant flow. So here's, here's the thing, like money cannot, should not be this thing that we feel we're constantly without, or we constantly have to cut back. I am a huge proponent of budgeting for indulgences, Mm. the pleasures in life, the things that light you up inside, you know, especially when you're going through traumatic healing process, especially when you're going through divorce, you have to find things that you really want to do Mm. and find a way to do them. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not suggesting you blow your savings account on a two week trip to Europe. And especially right now, (laughs) you know, but what I am suggesting is that if you really love going to have a spa day and it's a little bit out of your routine, like you're not going to do that every week, find a way to save up to have a really nice spa treatment for yourself. It's important because there's probably a lot of other things going on in your life that are very stressful and very Mm -hmm. overwhelming. And I I say this in the context of divorce, but also just life is stressful. We've just gone through a global pandemic. We're still going through it. We need to find ways to be able to treat ourselves in ways that aren't going to then create financial insecurity. But instead we live in that flow to say, you know what? I, I can invest in this in myself because this is something that's going to make me feel better. This is something that's going to make me feel happy. And I know that it's part of my budget and you go and you feel really good about yourself. Even if it costs you, you know, $500 to have a spa day, if that's really important to you, you should do it, find a way to do it. So it doesn't, you know, break the bank and it doesn't make you feel insecure about other aspects of your budget. Absolutely. And you can decide what your budget is. I was at CVS two days ago, and I saw this really cute vegan nail polish. And I thought, oh, what about a a spa day on my own? What happens if I just carved out this spa day where I just, you know, maybe painted my nails one color and decided I didn't like it and painted them another and put on one of those little $5 paper masks you get at the drugstore. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's, it is financial 
carving out what is that budget, but it's also time, carving out the time. And if you don't have the resources money-wise, you can compensate or you just find the time and you can find delicious things to indulge in. Yes. Isn't that so true? I, I, I'm, as you were talking, I was just thinking about when I worked in a different job and, you know, I made more money than I do now. I was buying a lot of things just to kind of make myself happy and like compensate for not having that time with myself. Mm -hmm. And had I, had I been able to take a step back and had the realization that, Hey, what I really need is to just be sort of in touch with myself and in touch with how I'm feeling about my life, my job, my relationships, like everything. I probably would have done better for myself buying the vegan nail polish and having a manicure at home than I would have going to get, you know, a $20 manicure at the, whatever, you know what I mean? It's, right. it is funny. I, I think you're so spot on Laura with what you just said. I, 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 I want people to hear that because I think you're so right. It's about the time we spend with ourselves. That really is the most valuable. That's where the healing is. Fantastic. Andrea, thank you so much for this interview. I cannot wait to share this on YouTube and I look forward to further conversations. Where can people find you? Thank you, Laura. Thanks for having me. It's been a great conversation. I am easily found at happilybetterafter.com and I'm on all the social platforms as well with the same name. Okay, and we'll, we'll provide those links as well. Thank you again, Andrea. We will talk with you soon. Bye. Talk soon. Bye.